I started recording. Okay. I put the correct title in my summary. <laughs> like some Unlike people. Crunchyroll. Oh, crunchy roll. <laughs> I was like, that ain't right when I looked at it. But they still haven't changed it. It's been like three days. So. Yeah. I didn't watch it until like late last night. But I like looked yeah. at I didn't pay attention until afterward. But I was like looking at the summary. I was like. That's not what happened. And then I like, looked at the title. I was like, oh, that's the next episode's title. Oh, they put the summary, the wrong summary, too? Yeah, it's, it's oh. uh, Yuki goes looking for Kyo. Toru and Akito finally connect, but then they both get a shock. Oh, good. They didn't, at least they didn't spoil anything. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's yeah, not no, spoilery, that's not but it's definitely not what happened. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're listening to Let's Stay Together Anime Break, the subseries of Let's Stay Together where we talk about the 2019 anime Fruits Basket. I'm Ellen. And I'm Kayla. And today we're discussing the final season, episode <laughs> eight. Which was called, I'm Disappointed in You. <laughs> and Jerry Jewell was very disappointed in us. <laughs> it occurs to me that's not really an anime break anymore. It's all anime all it's the time. It's just anime all the time. <laughs> I didn't change the, I didn't, I just, I didn't change the like, <laughs> this is our, this is our, our sub-series. It's a brand. <laughs> anime brand. The brand where we talk about <laughs> anime. <laughs> I mean, our brand is anime break. <laughs> it is now. But then what? Then what? What after this? Who knows? <laughs> I guess we could just be let's stay together. Well, it's too late. We're almost we're like more than halfway through the season, roughly. You just have to commit to the end. <laughs> Today we're gonna do our summary spoiler-free discussion, then spoiler discussion, like we always do. We're getting close to the point where we won't have to have spoiler-free discussion anymore. Mm-hmm. All spoilers all the time. <laughs> well, won't be spoilers <laughs> if it's the end of the series. <laughs> we'll, we'll have known what happened. <laughs> I guess this episode covered chapters. 119 to 120 of the manga which we covered in our podcast episode titled i'm disillusioned shockingly <laughs> it also covered up to i think the content that's going to be covered next week so i wouldn't listen to it yet maybe next week we'll see <laughs> if you're if you want to stay spoiler free if you want to just um fully live through all the pain go ahead <laughs> yeah. to caution to the wind and, and listen, listen. This episode opens where we left off last time. Toru has something to tell Kyo and tries to speak to him as he leaves. He turns back slowly with a dark look. An awkward, intense silence settles in between them as the rain patters down outside. And then we cut to the opening credits. It's like, we saw this last week. <laughs> <laughs> I added I added some uh, narrative in that, that section. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, by the way, as a side note, I also I used the uh, dub episode for the dialogue this time. Instead of the Japanese one, which is what I normally do. I don't know. I just wanted to change it up. Well, that'd be interesting for me. I didn't have time to watch the dub. Okay, well, now you'll hear exactly what he <laughs> said for 90% of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> you can just imagine Jerry Jewell and Laura Bailey instead of me. Because <laughs> there was no way that I could ever be like You're that. not going to do a good impression of... <laughs> Jerry Jewell. <laughs> like, it's me, Barry the Jumper. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Lust. <laughs> anyway... After the credits, Toru tries to speak, but Kyo has something to say first. Something that he's been wanting to ask for a while. Toru, I need to know. Do you love me? She inhales sharply, but doesn't answer. He remembers Momiji asking, I mean, you know, right? Are you stupid? Kyo says. Shit, I can't believe my hunch was right. Of all people, why me? Your mom? She was the person you love most in the world. What was that, a lie? Or did it all just disappear? The subtitle there said something like, is that canceled now? Yeah, so I know. My very first, my very first note that I wrote down was hashtag Toru is canceled. I, know, I saw that too. <laughs> Cancel Toru's mom, Toru's love of Kyoko. <laughs> I know. I, I read that too, and I laughed instead of being sad. <laughs> I can't do this, he says, turning to leave. He thinks about how foolish it was wishing to stay with her with the time he had left. If he'd known it would turn out like this, he wouldn't have wished for that. How'd things get so screwed up? He thinks it's not fair. Toru runs after him, barefoot, calling for him to wait. Kyo remembers spending time with Kyoko as a child. He doesn't want Toru to know, doesn't want to admit it, but he thinks, this just isn't fair. Toru catches up with him and catches his shoulder. Please, she says. I just want- You don't know anything, Kyo shouts. Not what I did, or what I failed to do. You love me, and I pity you for it. So much, he thinks. He cries and looks away from her. She could have lived, but she didn't, he explains to Toru. Because of me, your mom would have lived if I helped. I never told you, but I knew your mom. And that day, the day of the accident, I was standing right there. And I recognized her. Her hair color, her face. They were just like when we met. Kyo remembers that time. 
Shisho had just taken him in, and he was still too self-conscious to go directly to the dojo after school, so he wandered around. He sits on some pipes in an empty lot, and Kyoko approaches. What's your deal, kid? You're way too young to be dyeing your hair. Wait, is that natural? Jeez, what's your deal? Leave me alone. Say anything else and I'll kill you, baby baby Kyo shouts. <laughs> oh, wow, you're like a total brat, aren't you? That's so cute, she says. <laughs> Kyo gripes about this and calls her an old hag. Listen to the math on you, insulting a random stranger. Stinking adorable, Kyoko continues and sits beside him. You're going to get kidnapped if you don't stop being so cute. You better go home. Your mom will be worried. I don't have one, okay? She died, little Kyo screams. Kyoko is taken aback. And your dad, she asks. I don't need him either. I wish he'd die, and he wants me dead too. Kyoko sighs and pats his head. Wow, that sounds lonely, she says. She smiles gently. Kyo blushes. Hey, weird lady, is your hair real? He says. Weird lady's a bit rude. Why don't you call me Kyoko, she says. My name's Kyoko Honda. She asks his name, but he refuses to say, weirdly embarrassed about their names being similar. I guess I'll have to call you Squirt then, she says, and they carry on. Kyo remembers they spoke many times. She told him about herself, about Katsuya, and about Toru. He wondered what she was like. One day, Kyoko shows him a picture of her treasure, Toru. I wondered what her laugh would sound like, Kyo remembers. He remembers a time later, meeting Kyoko distraught outside their apartment. She notices him and tells him that Toru hasn't come home yet and must be lost. I can't find her anywhere. She's gone. Get it together, because I'm going to find her for you, I swear. You wait at home. I'll help her. I'll protect her for sure. And that's a man's promise, Kyo shouts, making a fist. Kyoko bumps his fist. A man's promise, she says. Why couldn't I keep it, Kyo wonders in the present. He ran looking for her until the sun rose. Kyoko catches up with him to tell him the good news. Toru's home safe. Kyo recognizes the blue hat that she's carrying and knows who was the one who saved Toru in the end. He asks about the hat. The kid who helped Toru was wearing it, Kyoko says, and asks if he recognizes it. Of course he recognizes it. He picked it out himself, and Shisho bought it for him. But it ended up with Yuki instead. Yeah, it was mine, but it's not anymore. Not if he's touched it. That guy sucks. He has everything. People who care about him. So why does he have to go and take stuff from me? Kyo says. Kyoko kneels to talk to him more directly. This boy helped Toru come home safe, she says. I don't care, he still sucks, Kyo says. I was going to protect her for you. What a jerk, little Kyo thinks. He was already born luckier than me. Why can't he at least let me have this? You want to see him as a bad guy, Kyoko says. Because if he's not as awful as you think, who would you have left to hate? Kyo gets angrier, saying that she's on his side, that things are Kyo's fault. No, I'm not, Kyoko says. It's pointless, you know, labeling good and bad, taking sides. Don't live your life worrying about that stuff. Really, it would be a waste of a good, kind boy like you. It's stupid, Kyo says, pushing Kyoko over. And you're a traitor. I'm done with you and her too. He runs off. Hey, Squirt, Kyoko calls. I'm holding you to it. Your promise. Kyo never went back. He was lonely because he felt betrayed, ashamed because he couldn't help, and it stung because it felt like Yuki had stolen something from him. He avoided seeing Kyoko again, until one day, she was there. Kyoko stands at a crosswalk with a few other people, and Kyo stands behind her. He saw the car careening down the street. Other people move out of the way, but Kyoko, distracted, starts to walk toward its path. I thought, oh shit, I have to help her, Kyo remembers. He reaches out toward her, but stops short, starting to panic. But then I remember that I'm not human. If I caught her in my arms, I'd transform, and people would find out what I am. So instead, I let her die, he says to Toru in the present. If I just pulled her back, then she wouldn't have gone flying. She wouldn't have felt pain. I know that she'd still be alive. I weighed her life against mine and chose me. I protected my secret at the cost of someone's life. Even though I hate myself so much, so completely that I wish I'd just go away. And yet, in the end, I always protect myself instead of taking responsibility. I run away. Every. Damn. Time. Like now. I'm too scared to even look at your face. He confesses that something similar happened to his mother. It wasn't a car, and it wasn't an accident. She said that she felt guilty for giving birth to me, that she pitied me too much to be around me, Kyo explains. She was sobbing uncontrollably, and the next day she died. Kyo remembers his mother's funeral. Rumors fly that it wasn't an accident. There was a suicide note, and people heard her arguing with her husband the night before. At the funeral, Kyo's father yells at him, She's dead because of you! Just shut up, it's not my fault! No, no! He screams. In the present, he thinks to himself, Who do you think you're convincing? You know the truth. And that's why you've been running. Admit it, fool. It's my fault. Everything's my fault, he says to Toru in the present. It's true, he says. They both died because of me. Meanwhile, we see Akito running disheveled and barefoot through the rain toward Shigure's house, still carrying the knife. 
Kyo remembers meeting Kyoko Honda again. He almost cried when she said, that sounds lonely. Even if I didn't understand exactly what she meant, I felt forgiven, he thinks. Forgiven for existing, by a total stranger. As a child, he tells Shisho about meeting someone weird, but not bad weird. <laughs> he encourages Kyo to go see her again. Kyo thought that Shisho was the only person who wanted him around. His mom was afraid, his dad only hated him, the Somas all looked at him with contempt. I was so used to being rejected, Kyo thinks, remembering meeting Kyoko again. She was like a ray of light, of hope. And then there was Toru. I wanted to meet her too. Kyo only went to see her that one time, and he didn't like how lonely she looked. He wanted Kyoko and Toru to be happy. He found himself thinking about them. Are they happy today? Are they smiling? It was like something bloomed in my chest, he thinks, and he remembers finally making the conscious decision to visit them again as a child, the day that Toru got lost, which didn't end well. And then when Kyo saw Kyoko again, the ending was much worse. She said she wouldn't forgive me, he tells Toru in the present. She was lying there in a pool of blood. She knows me standing nearby and said, I won't forgive you. That's what it sounded like, at least. And then I just stood there frozen. Kyo couldn't think. Something snapped and he ran. Shisho finds him at home later, sitting in the dark, despondent. He asks what happened. Kyo doesn't respond. Shisho took him to live in the mountains. I'd fallen into the dark, Kyo says in the present, and I stayed trapped there. In the past, on a mountain path, Shisho lifts Kyo up off the ground by the arm. Shisho tried to get him to keep living, but he was so lost. I couldn't forgive myself for what I'd done, he says. It felt like I deserved to die, and the only way to keep going was to tell myself, it's not my fault, it's Yuki's fault. He's the reason that things turn out like this. He stole all my hope. Kyo tells Toru that he made Yuki a bad guy in his mind, and made him take responsibility for everything. It didn't make sense, but it didn't have to. I just needed him to be the bad guy. I could pretend to forget what happened as long as I could just keep hating him. I focused on my hate and used it to erase my memory of the day that your mom died because of me. The other day, I saw that hat in your room, Kyo says, remembering speaking to Tor about her father recently. And it came flooding back, the memory that I'd conveniently repressed, the guilt that I'd shifted onto someone else. Figures, my whole life, saving my own skin's been the one thing I was ever any good at. Awful, right? Kyo was eventually able to leave the mountains, using his hatred to keep himself alive. Shisho just gave him a sad smile. He was summoned to the main estate where he and Akito argued, then made the bet that if Kyo could beat Yuki by the end of high school, Akito would stop calling him a monster and welcome him into the Zodiac. It gave Kyo another reason to hate Yuki. After that, he went straight to find Yuki at Shigure's, but he never imagined that he'd run into Toru there. Knowing that, can you forgive me? He asked Toru in the present. The guy who ran away, he thinks, remembering his past and close moments with Toru who always runs away, who never said anything, who pretended he didn't realize. I was so angry and scared. I didn't mean to get so close to her. I didn't mean to fall in love, and yet... How? I can't forgive myself, he says to Toru. Your mom was right to say that, and I don't want you to forgive me either. Not now. I won't, Toru says. Is that what you want to hear? What I have to say? Yuki wakes up and coming down the stairs overhears Kyo and Toru from the entranceway. Either I forgive you or I don't, Toru continues. Are those the only choices that I have left? I can't believe that she'd really tell you that. It doesn't sound like her, not at all. I can't believe it, but if you're right, and that's truly what she said to you, then I know my choice. The only one I can make is to go against mom. Kyo, please, isn't there any way that I can get you to see the truth, to accept the fact that I love you, and that nothing you say will change that? Kyo's completely taken aback, and he finally says, I'm disappointed in you. Toru remembers confessing about her father to him earlier, and Kyo saying, I won't be disappointed in you. Kyo runs. Kyo, wait! Yuki shouts, running out into the yard after him. He turns back and quickly tells Toru to go inside so she doesn't catch cold, then chases after Kyo with a, that idiot. <laughs> Pathetic, Kyo thinks. I was completely selfish. I confessed my own sins, said everything I wanted to say, and trampled all over your feelings. Then I ran. Even though I know that sometimes in this world you don't get the chance to see someone again, to say you're sorry. I know that. But if I'm just going to repeat history, then how's that any different than knowing nothing at all? Toru stands alone in front of Shigure's house. From the woods, Akito emerges, knife in hand. Then we cut to the credits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not screaming, <clears throat> you're screaming. <laughs> Guys, so many things <laughs> happened. It's the moment we've been waiting for. And by we, I mean me specifically. <laughs> since this anime started. <laughs> <laughs> My first note says, holy shit, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time that they've... I mean, I guess Kyo says, like, damn and stuff. I don't know. 
and I haven't I haven't watched the dub very much, but I was like, wow, he said like shit. I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to use the explicit tag for the dialogue, not just our commentary this time. <laughs> you and I were talking before this episode is before we started recording that this episode is like ninety percent Kyo's confession. It's mm-hmm. basically his monologue about yeah. all these things that happened, knowing about knowing Kyoko Totoru. Like we knew that. And we knew about the No, we didn't we didn't know about the hat stuff. That's new. Right. We knew about Yuki. I think and we knew it along we knew it was Kyo's hat. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't know that he was also there. That's mm-hmm. the new information. In episode season two, episode twenty one. This is I fact checked. This was like Yuki's perspective of the time that Toru got lost and how he helped her. That was when he ran away from the estate when he was sick mm-hmm. and gave her the hat. That's how she ended up with the hat that Kyoko had. And yeah, and we knew that it, Yuki had gotten it from Kyo from that same episode because, um, well, he didn't get it from Kyo. He got it from the wind mm-hmm. <laughs> by a <by> Kyo. <laughs> right. One thing that's kind of interesting that it's been a while um but this episode reminded me of actually looking at the notes for that ep- for that episode reminded me of is how similar Kyo and Yuki are mm-hmm. about how much they hate each like hate themselves and I don't know like pity themselves and how much they kind of rejected others and Yuki says he rejected the world to protect himself and Kyo kind of says something similar like he or he, he feels like he's the cause of all these, like, bad things in, in people's lives, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he's only kind of there for the Somas to, to look down on him and that him being around, him being alive caused his mother's death and that him not, you know, doing something to help Kyoko ultimately resulted in her dying as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just kind of reminded me of of the how similar Yuki and Kyo are. Yeah. Looking back at those notes from that specific episode and then this one. Yeah, I also realized that like I think probably intentional, I just never really thought about it. There's like a pretty strong parallel in this episode to the uh true form episode. Mhm. Where it's like like you it's know in happening the rain. in the rain and you see like like Yuki waking up to like witness oh, yeah. like confrontations and stuff. That's true. He also yeah. woke up in the middle of that one. <laughs> I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. But this time he gets involved because he's, you know, because he's you know, more confident people now. in himself. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> that's true. He didn't know how to react. I don't think that he did. He know about Kyo's true form. I mean, he probably knew about it, but he hadn't seen it until yeah, that time. Yeah, I think time, he knew right? it was a thing, but I, I don't think he had seen it. I think and only he has, a few like people had seen it. Yeah, and he went into a little bit of a. I don't know, like depression himself afterward about like I was gonna say his stupor. own reactions to <laughs> to that event and everything. Yeah, he was um definite it, it impacted him. You can see mm-hmm. the impact on him in the following episodes. Yeah. Yeah. We can assume that something similar will happen because now he's like run off to go find Kyo. Yeah, also, it's like but this time like, he's like that fuck? motherfucker. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, he's like that idiot. <laughs> I love I love uh like beyond mid-series yuki mm-hmm. it's very take charge he's a take charge yuki now you know mm-hmm. he obviously cares about toru mm-hmm. and that's why he went i think that's why he went i mean and kyo i guess he knows that kyo's being a dumb dumb right yeah like <laughs> to say that your only your only response to that sort of emotional confession is i'm disappointed in you bye yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> very harsh mm-hmm. I can't actually I have hold on William. I have the text. I was gonna say I wonder if in the manga did they show the flashback of him uh him saying I I won't be oh yeah, I won't be disappointed. Let me look. Blah 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 blah. Um, oh yeah, they do. I think they did, yeah. They did. Yeah, they do. Because it had been longer in the in the manga since that had happened. That's true. Because of the because of yeah the things that were sort of like rejigged and mm-hmm. um what we expect the shortness of this season will be uh, those two events happen much closer together i think they're like a few episodes maybe two episodes apart now or three, yeah something like that there was like an akito one in between mm-hmm. last episode yeah, i think it between. happened last last episode yeah exactly one thing that's kind of like at least one thing that i noticed that i know hasn't necessarily been covered in the series but i don't I don't think they're going to cover it, so I think we can talk about it. Is um, 
And by that, the series, I mean in the anime. Um, mm-hmm. So Kyo, Kyo, Kyo and Kyoko's meeting. Kyo is like, my parent, my mom's dead and my dad wants me to be dead. And I think like one reason that they, that Kyoko connected with him was because she has a poor relationship with her parents. Mm-hmm. I think they actually might have mentioned it briefly. Like why, the reason why Toru stayed with her grandfather instead. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think her, it's her father's grandfather. That, that her family was shitty. But yeah. We just don't see it as directly. It wasn't explored in, in depth like it was in the manga. Or not, mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't really explored in depth in the manga, but we saw more of her backstory in the manga from when she was younger. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just that one scene where Kyo says that, it reminded me of that. So something I wanted to talk about, yeah. to bring up. Yeah, that always, I'm, I think like being older now, it's like the scenes with like the, the kids and like hit me harder now. Mm-hmm. It's like all those like. Really sad. Yeah. So like the moment where, you know, Kyo's shouting about his parents like being dead, wanting him dead, and Kyoko just like gently puts her head on his head. So it's like that must be lonely. I'm like, oh, oh. My heart. <laughs> it's like I'm not crying, you're crying. Yeah. This whole episode was a cross between me being like, I'm not crying, you're crying, and I'm not screaming, you're screaming. Yeah. <laughs> um I think I just generally feel more empathy for people as an adult than I did as a child, like, yeah, in general. <laughs> so even Kyo being like, I hate myself so much, and yet the only thing that I could do is, like, run away and, like, protect myself. Like, all mm-hmm. I did was protect myself instead of helping another person. Like, in the end, I still protect myself. I was like, oh, my God. Like, that's harsh, right? Yeah. It's very painful to to hear. Yeah, he his, feels own, like, like, his yeah. own sense of self-loathing is just so strong. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, Jerry Jewel, stop tucking my heartstrings. How dare you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Kyoko, yeah. like, Kyoko telling him that, like, he shouldn't, like, waste his life focusing on that stuff. It'd be a waste of, like, such a good, kind boy like I you. Know. It's like, oh. Oh. <laughs> and he is. I mean, he's a good person. Mm-hmm. And also, like, the the whole thing about all of this is, like, he didn't kill her. And, like, he no. didn't kill his mother. He obviously feels all this guilt about all these things. But, like... There's um, one interesting thing that we talked about in when we discussed this in the manga is that the funeral scene with his dad yelling at him is extended. So that was shown before mm-hmm. um, of him being like, you caused your mother's death and whatever and him yelling. But like the there was like extra um, gossip from the family. And some of the gossip was like, oh, I heard uh, Kyo's mother arguing with her husband before and mm-hmm. I heard all this stuff. And that line specifically, like, wasn't originally included in the first funeral scene. Mm-hmm. And so we had, I mean, I guess it's speculation technically, but we speculated that, you know, Kyo's father. And you can see Kyo's father yelling at her, like, standing above her mm-hmm. in that memory, too. Yeah. That he was also involved in. Yeah, I, mean, I think he, he had you know, more of an impact on her suicide than Kyo. <laughs> I yeah. would imagine that that's um, the case. <laughs> Yes. One thing I noticed in the that they added in the anime is that like Kyo's looking at them through like a hole in the paper door. Yeah, which one could maybe think was like a a punch, a punch. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. I know. I noticed that too. I was like, that's not good. Yeah, yeah. His father's such a piece of shit. He might yeah, be the worst one in the in the series. Like, I think, <laughs> like most of the like quote unquote bad characters have like a moment where you feel empathy for them, or like they have some redemptive moment, but it's like. He's just awful the whole way through. It's like, yeah, he's a huge piece of shit, and mm-hmm. I think I don't think Ryan is a piece of shit. I just think she's like crazy. Yeah, like she's... her, she's deluded, right? Yeah, like you, you have some empathy for her situation. And I have like a you... little bit of empathy. Well, I guess yeah. I don't like how the maids didn't. I mean, she was a- Akira liked her. Like Akira found comfort with her, and then they didn't mm-hmm. call her when he was dying, and that gives me that gave me pause and made me feel a little bit of empathy for her but her yeah. all her delude delusions and like hating mm-hmm. Akito I don't have any any empathy for that <laughs> or sympathy no it's like I don't that. have any like <laughs> like sympathy for the way she acts but let's say you can like you yeah. were you are given an insight into where she's coming from yeah and to a uh, yeah to a certain extent yes. yeah <laughs> some of it I think is personal but yeah the maids yeah. don't like her and that seems to be from literally nowhere mm-hmm. maybe and they I don't know, whatever. But then on top of that, she's um, a horrible parent. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And it is sad that um, Akira and her couldn't reconcile. Like Akira mm-hmm. just wanted her to be happy about Akito, mm-hmm. and she was jealous, yeah. and that sucks. Yeah. 
<laughs> but yeah, so I think it's like Kyo's father, literally no redemptive qualities, and then Ren, slightly after that, are like my two characters that I could, I'm not. Mm-hmm. But yeah, most characters, it's like I, they all act certain ways for a reason. Even like Toru's grandpa is like pretty nice, and he calls her Kyoko, which is weird. Then he reveals that he purposely did that to try to help Toru not mm-hmm. sink into further depression. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like kind of weird, but seemed to help her a little bit. Mm-hmm. I can't think of any other, like, quote-unquote bad characters. I think we've already seen how Akito is fucked up. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think Akito deserves some sympathy. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, Rin's parents, they're probably also, like, I don't think they yeah. deserve any sympathy either. <laughs> they were just horrible, horrible people. Yeah. They only really show up for that, like, one moment, though. So it's like they're less of yeah. a character than a plot device. Definitely horrible people, though. <laughs> <laughs> Same with, like, Momiji's father and other... Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't even him. You have like, yeah, you have like some slight, like sympathy for a situation, if not the way he reacted to it. Yeah, I don't think he reacted in the right way, but I do understand the. He's like kind of between a rock and a hard place. I just don't think his actions were. Yeah, and I do feel like he initially had good intentions. He just kind of he wound up prioritizing his happiness with his new family over his, you know, his son, his son. So. Yeah, definitely. Which I do. Is not, yeah, not good. But <laughs> no, it seemed like at the beginning he did have good intentions. But mm-hmm. yeah, slowly Mobiji just became the person that nobody talks about. And yeah, yeah, you know, stop being um, cared for other than probably like financially or whatever. So yeah, just completely neglected in terms of uh, like parental love and support. Mm-hmm. So. It especially pissed me off that they were, he was like, you can't take violin lessons from the same teacher or whatever as Momo, because Momo takes mm-hmm. violin lessons. It's like, find another fucking teacher. Yeah. <laughs> it particularly bothers me. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, other than that, I can't think of people who I don't have any sympathy for. Kyo's dad's just a dick. Yeah. He's just a horrible person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was mean to his, he, you know, a probably abusive to Kyo's mother and Kyo. Mm-hmm. So. He's definitely emotionally abusive, possibly physically oh, 100%. abusive. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Well, there's a punch in the wall. Yeah. So, yeah, if not, if he wasn't hitting her or whatever, then he was, I mean, definitely intimidating too. her. Yeah. yeah, probably. So, plus, we saw his interaction with Katya, and he's, you know, she shows the nicest person in the world. And yeah. He's like, I fucking hate that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she showed was a good dad this time, in the past, mm-hmm. at least. Yep. So, that was good. Yeah. Good dad, Katsuma. Yeah. <laughs> It's so, it's so sad when Kyo is just that, like, the scene where he is home after the accident and he's just, like, sitting on the floor with his hand just, like, limply sitting on, laying mm-hmm. on the floor. That one always, like, tears me up a little bit. Yeah. We partially saw this scene before where he was, like, in the mountains and stuff, mm-hmm. stepping on the flower. I forget that they referenced it at the beach, one of the beach episodes, yeah. I think. Which was the same as the manga, but just pointing that out that we've already kind of seen parts of that scene so now we know more like the full story about why he was there also we know that he wasn't training in the mountains which he didn't he didn't mm-hmm. specifically say that in his dialogue like he did in the in the mm-hmm. manga but i think this is one of the big reveals that like blew my mind mm-hmm. when, when he did not fight bears he didn't fight bears <laughs> <laughs> he definitely wasn't fighting bears <laughs> I remember reading this story for the first time and this when this specifically came out that he was like at the accident and I was like, whoa, what? and he was living in the mountains. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then you go back to the beginning of the story and mm-hmm. um, Toru's like, oh, my mom died a couple months ago, or, like three months ago or four months ago. And then mm-hmm. Kakura's like, yeah, he went missing for, Kyo went missing for like three or four months mm-hmm. in the woods training or whatever. Yeah. And then, and so if you look back, it's like, it's there. It's all there. I'm mm-hmm. sure they said it in the anime too. Yeah. It's and like, like, whoa. And, like, we get the little flashback to him, like, being introduced to Toru mm. the first time. And, like, we didn't see his, like, horrified facial expression then. No. But we did get his, like, bit of dialogue where he's like, why is she, why is a girl here? Like, right. He, like, consciously corrected himself. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. He acted like he knew her. Yeah. Which he did, yeah. <laughs> it turns out. <laughs> yeah, so it was suspicious. Mm-hmm. And, like, it kind of explains how he, why he was so standoffish at mm-hmm. the beginning. You could think, like, oh, he's just, like, he doesn't want... To get close to for uh, outsiders or mm-hmm. women or whatever, like you kind of sell those things, but no, he literally didn't want to get close to her specifically. Yeah, because of this connection to her mother and having had a relationship with her mother, mm-hmm. and then feeling guilty, like he somehow did should have uh, saved her from an oncoming car. Mm-hmm. We saw the bet before 
mm-hmm. this was like a different iteration of the same memory. But Kyo basically is like, I think maybe perhaps we had speculated before that he was motivated to fight Yuki because of the the bet. But now we have the the tables kind of turned on that too, that he was really motivated to fight Yuki because he was just like living off of this hatred of Yuki that he mm-hmm. developed. And I think we've seen through the series him like slowly realizing that he can't blame Yuki for everything and that Yuki's just like mm-hmm. a normal person. Like specifically the time that I'm thinking of is like the time when he had all the his like bronchitis uh, attacker, his like lo- he's breathing problems during the race and mm-hmm. um, probably whatever halfway through the first season or something when Haru shows up, the episode that Haru shows up the first mm-hmm. time. is kind of like, I don't know how to describe it. But you can tell that he's kind of like, first of all, he's concerned. Mm-hmm. Not as much as like Haru or Toru. Yeah. <laughs> but he does try to help and whatever. And after that, it's kind of, their relationship is a little bit different, I feel like. Yeah. It continues to evolve from there. But I feel like that's the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We also got the, um, like, way back when, when, uh, like, Shigure said something similar to the, like, you want, like, you need someone oh, yeah. to hate about Yuki, which, like, caused him to go into a bit of a spiral because it reminded him of what Kyoto said, which we see in this episode. Is that when he ran away and was, like, hugging himself? Yeah. Yeah, so the flashback that's used in that one part. Mm-hmm. I like the way that they had him almost, like, talking to himself as a child. And, yeah, like, like And it's all that memory. Yeah. It's like he was, like, scolding himself. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He's like, you know. You know what you did. Yeah. <laughs> I also like the transition of his, like... Like, running reach- away? Of oh. his, like, oh. hand reaching out toward Kyoko and then, like, becoming, like, a closed fist as he, like, in the present time as he's yeah. telling him what happened. Yes. A nice transition. I like that, oh, too. Oh, stopped tearing up my notebook. <laughs> <laughs> she needs that for notes. I guess you're not going to need that much longer, though. Yeah. <laughs> you should, we should auction that on our Kofi yeah. later. <laughs> it's like, you, too, can experience my bad handwriting. And, <laughs> and detailed notes like, LOL, Toru. <laughs> I mean, I can release all my Google Docs, all my Google Drive notes, so it'll just be like a series of screen face emojis yeah. or whatever, and like typos in my notes. <laughs> this one, in, for, in fact, these notes have, it says this episode is 90% Jerry Jules and then struck through, and then it says Kyo's confession. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like my own jokes that are in my own notes to <laughs> yeah. myself. Like last time there was one that was like, Kareno talks to Hattori, Ayame, and Shikurei as boys or something, and it, boys is written with a Z. These are my notes <laughs> to myself. <laughs> Things that nobody will hear. Things that I write to myself to make myself laugh. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> Same with the way the spoilers are written for this. But <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Can't say yet. <laughs> Spoiler people can find out in a couple minutes. <laughs> Kill's story is sad, but mm-hmm. he's taken on all this kind of like guilt and responsibility, feeling yeah. responsible for his mother's death and for Kyoko's death, which obviously isn't... <sighs> I mean, you can't be expected to save someone from a, a car mm-hmm. that's careening toward you. Yeah. So. <laughs> or whatever, whatever, um, you know, someone else's, his mother's decision to, like, walk in front of a train when he was a tiny child. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just very sad. It's very mm-hmm. sad how much he's internalized all of that guilt. And yeah, so we talked about Yuki's involvement. So mm-hmm. I really enjoyed him sassing Kyo. This is like sassy Yuki. It's pretty yeah. great. <laughs> I saw someone's comment on Tumblr that they enjoyed the, like, cuts to his, like, shocked face during the confession. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ooh, Yuki. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Hearing all the hot goss. Yeah. <laughs> Hearing the screaming confession. I love Yuki's annoyed face while he's running after him, too. <laughs> I know. He's like, and oh, and he runs the wrong way at the bottom yeah. of the stairs, too. It's like, oh, you're never going to catch him now. This has become Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> Put in some yakety sacks over the... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they run around a, like a hallway with some pillars and then Kyo shows up on the other side and they chase him and then they find a mm-hmm. monster and they all run away. They both yeah. run away. <laughs> find a hallway of doors and they all come in and out of the doors. <laughs> <laughs> Scooby, Scooby, Doo, where are you? <laughs> and then we get sued for copyright infringement <laughs> singing the Scooby-Doo song. <laughs> uh, I always like this. I want to talk about Toru because I always, mm-hmm. even though she literally, so she stands there most of the episode, so she's in the whole episode, but like, she has like two lines and I always loved her being like, I can't, I have to, I just, well, if that's what my mom said, then I have to go against what my mom said. And I love the, I don't know how, 
Actually, I can look and see how it was translated, but I like the way they translated her line, which is like, why can't you just accept that I love you or whatever? Like, no mm-hmm. matter what you say, that I'll still love you. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. my heart, right in the heart. Mm-hmm. The bit where she's like, okay, I won't forgive you. Is that what I have to say? That's like one of my favorite mm-hmm. Tori moments. <laughs> her expression isn't as quite as great as the manga expression mm-hmm. version of that line with that like kind of angry grimace. So mm-hmm. good. Because she doesn't really get angry a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she still has a good, like, determined look. Mm-hmm. But that is a very good panel in the manga. It's a good panel on just, like, half yeah. the page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's something about it. It's just, it's slightly different. Like, yeah, it's a good expression in the anime, but the amount, the focus on her face is much closer. Like, it's much mm-hmm. closer cropped, so it's, like, um, just more intense. And I always enjoyed that specific yeah. panel. Yeah, I love the I love the yelling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like when Toru yells, she doesn't yell very much. Yeah, only things like this, and like shoving a keto and chigure, mm-hmm. mad at them. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's interesting how deter. Well, like at this point, it's been kind of a I mean, it's kind of been a long time running her relationship that's been developing with Kyo, but specifically now saying I have to go against my mother. When we've seen her kind of struggling with that, especially the last couple of episodes and like earlier this season specifically, mm-hmm. like this is the complete turnaround now. Yeah. It's happened. It's happened. Mm-hmm. Her her mom's canceled. Her love with her mom is canceled. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I always loved that, and she looks so disheartened after mm-hmm. so much crying. Mm-hmm. But good news, guys, Akito's there now, so yes. nothing bad can happen, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fresh off of stabbing Kareno yeah. with the same knife. Nothing bad can happen. Mm-hmm. I've always felt like uh, like that little bit of narration at the end, which is like, they mm-hmm. made it Kyo's monologue and part of Kyo's monologue in here, but I think it's like more ambiguous narration in the uh, manga. Mm-hmm. But the whole like, if I'm just going to repeat history, then how's that any different from knowing nothing at all? I always felt like that was supposed to refer to both him and Akito. Definitely. Mm-hmm. It does seem like something, it does apply to both of them, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just saw the grimace. It's so good. Okay. <laughs> um, it's actually in a different. So, so in the manga, Kyo's dial, like Kyo's inner monologue, is in square boxes with like a white background. That narration is in square boxes with a dark background. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it is kind of like a more, um, like a narrator rather than specifically Kyo. Yeah, it's difficult to um. You got to pick somebody's voice. Yeah, you kind of, <laughs> you kind of got to pick. <laughs> and I think using Kyo's makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> it could be more ambiguous in writing, I guess. Mm-hmm. There's definitely more than one time, like specifically Takaya uses. I guess we're not here to talk about the manga, but too bad. Now we're yeah. doing it. Um, because Takaya uses like a narrative voice, narrative. Well, I mean, like a a third person narration voice, occasionally. Mm-hmm. that can apply to multiple characters. So I think this is just yeah. one of those instances. Mm-hmm. Also Toru's yeah. inner, inner monologue narration, which is my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Where she's like, it all started a couple days ago and there's like a flashback. <laughs> anyway. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in this case, it I think it applies to both. Yeah. I love the way that she um, kind of like slowly looks over her shoulder and sees Akito standing there mm-hmm. at, the, at the end. It's like, oh no. Yeah. No matter what happens, I love you, Kyokun. Why can't you just accept that? <laughs> That's what she says in the uh, the end of her her dialogue. At least the way this was translated in the Tokyo Pop version. Mm-hmm. I thought all the voice acting was good, but I particularly enjoyed Jerry Jewel and Laura Bailey acting mm-hmm. this one out. Yeah. Like the Japanese version is good. It's just different, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't watched the dub yet, but I assume it's good because they're always good. <laughs> <laughs> they are always good but mm-hmm. i i particularly enjoyed this yeah. but i was also looking forward to it so mm-hmm. <laughs> what can i say yeah mm-hmm. is there any other things that you wanted to discuss <laughs> yeah <laughs> he said alas poor yorick i knew him <laughs> in america it's <laughs> what a piece of work is man in hamlet is that Macbeth? i think it's hamlet uh, I think it's Hamlet because mm-hmm. Macbeth is all like out damn spot out I see. Yeah, Burnham That's Wood. Right. Till Burnham <laughs> would come to High Dunsinane Hill mm-hmm. and <laughs> etc. Yeah, out damn spot. I think yeah, Lady Macbeth has the best monologues. Mm-hmm. 
Screw your courage to the sticking points. Yeah, look like the innocent flower, but be the serpent under it. <laughs> that's Lady Kathleen. <laughs> yeah, that's how it's written. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Hamlet has all the ghosty shit where he's like, Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm your father, and I'm dead. I came to tell you that your uncle killed me. <laughs> That's what it sounds like, right? <laughs> That's how ghosts talk. That's true. Ghost talk. I would know. <laughs> it's an objective fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so nothing else to say? Nothing else to say this time? I don't think so. All right. Do you want to talk about some spoilers? Sure. Okay, good. Next time, if you're not listening to spoilers, we'll be talking about what's your name? Mm-hmm. That's how she says it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Hello, we're back to talk about spoilers. Yay. What could possibly be happening next week? I don't know. Somebody gonna fall off a cliff. <laughs> my note says oh for everyone who's paying attention when I talked about my making notes to myself my note for next time says stabby stabby cliffy cliffy kissy kissy <laughs> <laughs> that's what's gonna happen in my prediction <laughs> I think last time we said maybe it would go all the way to the scene where mm-hmm. Keo, or to where Keo comes back but I think uh, I guess there's enough there's enough content for just one episode yeah. out of all of that stuff so that makes sense mm-hmm. Yeah, I just wasn't sure if they're going to compress some of the monologuing or not, because we've talked about how they can make, like, long pages of monologue pretty short. In a, get a lot in of things to say, though. In the anime. <laughs> yeah, get a lot of things to say, and we got more. We got, we got like, the full flashbacks and everything, so. It was a little bit... We got the full flashback, which is good, because they didn't show a lot of the other Kyoko stuff before, so it's kind of good to have more characterization of her at this point, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, it was a little bit weird, because... It's like a flashback and then like the scene of Akito and then a flashback. And that comes from like the two chapters. Like that's mm-hmm. the beginning of the second chapter. So I felt yeah. like it was a little bit redundant. Like maybe you could have cut that one, but it doesn't really matter mm-hmm. because then you can't really add anything else. So it doesn't, you know, what's the point? Yeah. Just more Yuki grimacing and being like that bastard and running. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I did like having um, like Kyo's monologue overlay like Akito in that yes. part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good call. And I think yeah. you're right that they're connect- meant to be connected. It's not just about Kyo. Mm-hmm. I guess there's not that much to say. Well, there's like... So this is eight, so next time will be nine. There's probably only a couple episodes left of that. I'm excited for um, Yuki and Kyo's uh, knockdown drag out fight. Yes! <laughs> that probably won't even be next time. I bet next no. time it's just going to be all the Akito stuff. And then Kyo coming back, and then the kiss, mm-hmm. and then probably after that, it'll be like, she's in the hospital, and then the fighting, and the punching. Yeah. I'm like, I wanted to be like you. I wanted to be like you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got you these combs for your hair. Well, I, <laughs> I cut my hair to get you these, whatever. <laughs> you know. <laughs> right? That's exactly how it goes. That's, exactly how, it goes. <laughs> That's how it went in the manga. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> they did want to be like each other, and I think it's good that they have the scene this scene of or like all the the memory of and Kyo being like i was really jealous of him and i was i like you know uh like was lonely and blah 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 and then like we had that with yuki too so it'll mm-hmm. be good to um it's good yeah they both basically admitted it to themselves at this point <laughs> to, need to hash it out <laughs> so. yeah they just gotta get get punchy that's how yeah. they handle so. their feelings yeah, what uh, like said. <laughs> they have an understanding with their fists. Yeah. They have an understanding with their fists. <laughs> Me and Tor have an understanding with our fists. <laughs> Prince is like, she didn't hit you. Yeah. <laughs> and Kagura's like, comfort me. And Rin is like, I hate this about you. <laughs> Good friends. Yes. <laughs> I think that's just how Rin is friends with people. <laughs> like when Tor was there like about to burst into tears and she's like don't cry and Tor's like okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so after this then i also we, i think we we joked about shigure teasing kyo but i love how the hana and uo and all the classmates are like well you did say that you were disappointed <laughs> 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 i like when that comes up too yeah oh i hope they have more yuki and machis i mean they will have to have something like when he uh mm-hmm. the curse goes breaking to, and everything with the curse breaking but i mm-hmm. hope they have some of the other hope they somehow integrate like that other one of the other scenes too that would mm-hmm. be nice yeah they might in some of the like 
school stuff that they have after while Stuart's yeah. in the hospital. Yeah. There's enough time that I think you could do that. Yeah, it's like if there's if there's 13 episodes and next episode is 9, which will probably end with uh, the uh, semi-conscious kiss. So <laughs> questionable kiss. Yeah. <laughs> it's like don't 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 make me question my my enjoyment <laughs> of this. I think yeah, I think that will that is how it will end next time and then so that means there's like four episodes left of aftermath. Yeah. And there'll probably be a whole one of like the curse breaking and then the I don't know if maybe they'll have the like the the old zodiac story. I wonder if they'll have that. Maybe they'll cut that. But it's so important. Mm, I think they need that. The actual zodiac story. Yeah. Yeah. And Actually it has en- to be had in enough, that episode. Because like, yeah. at the end That's the, when the, the curse, curse breaks, breaks for Yuki. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. They'll probably have to have that. Yeah. At least I think, I think they, they should. That. And they've been like hinting at it too. Because like we've seen. For quite a while. Scenes of the uh, the actual banquet and stuff. Mm-hmm. Part of that story has already been integrated multiple times into other episodes. So mm-hmm. That will be good. Justice for the cat. We need it. <laughs> cat justice. <laughs> so what do you feel about the cat spirit? <laughs> <laughs> the cat was betrayed. He was betrayed. <laughs> I agree with you. We're on the same page. <laughs> They're like, why did you? He's like, why did you make me drink that cup? Why from that cup? Mm-hmm. And then you cursed us all, you bastard! Mm-hmm. And then the cat died. That's also what happened. That's a direct quote. Yes. <laughs> Are you excited to see the Foolish Traveler version three or whatever? <laughs> of course. Retelling number three. Mm-hmm. They'll probably have that. Yeah. That's a good scene. That's a good Momiji moment. Because it's probably mm-hmm. next time. So wait. So now. So that'll be nine. Okay. So next time will be nine. So then there's four after that. So then they'll probably be. That scene, like all that, like Wakita going to Kreno and Toru in the hospital, and like Toru's friend Sass and Kyo, and like maybe something with Yuki and Machi or something at school. Mm-hmm. Then when she gets out, and Kyo runs after her and she runs away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then probably like the curse breaking, and then the backstory, that's probably two. And then there's probably room for one of their graduation and all their other stuff. That would be five. Mm-hmm. The final things, and all the scenes of everybody being happily tied off in their heteronormative couples <laughs> <laughs> and then Kakura and momiji teasing them teasing mm-hmm. Toru, or teasing kyo <laughs> <laughs> i can't remember exactly what they do but they didn't they momiji took a picture i remember of him. momiji like takes a picture of him and it's like you're cheating already how terrible <laughs> i think it was like he takes picture of kyo and kagura yeah or something like <laughs> kagura and momiji conspired like, hugging him yeah yeah <laughs> and she's like how awful or whatever mm-hmm. and he's like what what's happening yeah. and he like Get starts to get angry and then he realizes they're just friendly teasing him he's <laughs> like oh right i'm not used to having friendly teasing no only only always um bitter contempt yeah <laughs> oh there has to be all the like akito being like oh i'm a woman and also this stuff also you're free mm-hmm. now bye yeah that also has to happen sorry about being awful yeah and then rin rin being like I'm still mad. And, mm-hmm. and everyone being like, that's fine. Yeah, like, that's valid. <laughs> it's valid. <laughs> yeah, that can probably fit into the next five episodes. Mm-hmm. All right, good. Well, <laughs> I guess that's something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't have any other spoilers to say. This is the part of the series where now all the spoilers are happening. So, Yeah, like all our spoilers right now are just like, I'm excited for this scene. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I can't remember what I was going to say, so I guess we'll just... <laughs> oh, I totally forgot that last time, in this episode, they, um, well, I mean, I didn't, need, I guess I didn't need to mention it, but they showed her tent again, like, at the high, in front of the high, high cliffs. <laughs> <laughs> so it's good that they, like, have that memory there of her in the tent, because that will come up again next yeah. time. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess I didn't show the, like, landslidey part, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there'll be, like, a flashback or something. I like how that's also foreshadowed from the very beginning. Yeah. I think they even had a flashback in the manga of like someone saying like, oh yeah, there's landslides in this area or something, but I can't remember. Mm, well, I have it. I can look. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. It's after. And she falls. Because like, I remember when she's like falling, she's like, oh, what's your name? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the... Uh... Maybe not though. Maybe I imagined it. <laughs> Maybe it was just in my head. <laughs> like, oh my god! Like, oh my these god! Landslides. <laughs> the la- I remember reading it the first time, being like, oh, there was a landslide <laughs> at the beginning. Now there's a landslide now. Oh my god! <laughs> and then Shigeru shows up. 
<laughs> hungover from partying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, shit. <laughs> Tell this, things are pretty nuts over here, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he fucking stabbed somebody and then somebody fell off a cliff. Mm-hmm. I think they need to move Shigeru's house. It needs to be <laughs> somewhere else. Less safer. close to cliffs. <laughs> yeah. Seem to be a lot of cliffs. It's like one good rainstorm away from, from collapsing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't see that in the manga, but maybe yeah. maybe they'll uh, mm-hmm. I bet they'll have like a flashback. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they add, well, like you said, that flashback of of when Kyo was like, "I won't be disappointed" or whatever. That was uh, that was also in the manga, but I just forgot. But mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like they add flashbacks that weren't necessarily like shown in the manga again in the anime. Mm-hmm. I feel like they've done that before. Forget though. I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> a harsh rejection yeah <laughs> like couldn't you just been like i just don't feel the same way about you <laughs> it's not you it's me and all of my issues. all my crazy baggage <laughs> it's not you it's the fact that i killed your mother yeah. <laughs> it's like what <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's the fact that i only lived to, to for others contempt it's like what <laughs> Okay, good. So no other things to talk about <laughs> this week. <laughs> I guess we'll be back next time for whatever happens next time. Mm-hmm. Should Although, be exciting. Yeah, something will happen. Mm-hmm. I feel like this whole episode, I was like on the edge of my seat because I knew it was going to happen. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, he's saying the stuff. He's saying, oh, she's yelling. Now he's running away. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like next time is going to be the same. We're like just waiting for the cliff to fall the whole time mm-hmm. turns out once you read it it doesn't matter it's, it's still exciting <laughs> anyway oh my god what's gonna happen could it be the thing i read years ago <laughs> <laughs> not even that long ago last year for us probably yeah well, i mean initially <laughs> yes okay good well i have nothing else to say this time next time i'm sure we'll just be freaking out yep <laughs> yep all right, like good. No summary next time, just us screaming into the microphone. <laughs> ah anyway, see you next time. <laughs> this has been this has been anime breaks. Anime screams. <laughs> well, thank you all for listening. We will see you next time for what's your name? <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.